hey, Jim, look around the room right now. Everyone is here because of you. The moment I heard those words, it changed everything for me. And yet it changed nothing because I truly am what I always felt I was. I'm the connector. That clarity is what brings me to you and what drives this show, the Remote Start Podcast. Here, I connect my lifelong passion for bringing people together with my love of business and branding in hopes that these talks might better connect your community with what your company is all about. So let's figure out your brand. Let's figure out the target audience you want to serve and how we can use these two things to create an incredibly strong community for your business. I'm your host, Jim Doyon. Let's get something started. What is up, Remote Start Nation? Let's get something started. I'm Jim Doyon, and I want to welcome you to another episode of Remote Start. Remote Start Nation, as you know, as business owners, or when we're first starting up a business, there are always going to be challenges that we face. There are always going to be things that come up that we've got to find our way around. These challenges teach us, and they make us stronger as entrepreneurs. On today's episode, we're going to bring on an entrepreneur that is going to tell us about his struggles and what he's overcome to become a titan in his business. And hopefully, we can take some of his lessons that we learned today, and they'll help us along our journey. I want to introduce you to Mark Sabag. He's the founder and CEO of Diamond Trading Group, LLC, and Gotham Venture Partners. Without further ado, Mark, welcome to the Remote Start Nation. Thank you for having me today, Jim. It's a pleasure. Absolutely. I'm excited to have you on board. Got to know you a little bit before the, the podcast episode and got a great story. And I'm, I'm really excited to share it with the Remote Star Nation. So, you know, with that said, Mark, tell us something about yourself that we wouldn't know if we just met you. Very passionate. and uh, love people and uh, always looking to make some sort of difference in the world. That's uh that's awesome. And that, that quality of loving people is something I definitely share uh, and, and even making a difference in the world. But tell me with, with your, your businesses, are you in a position with your businesses that you have now that you every day you're getting to, you know, be surrounded around people and, and make a difference? So, yeah, I mean, that's really what I, you know, that's what drives me every single day is uh, coming in every single day and, uh, I'm really trying to make a difference within the business for my customers, for my vendors, for my staff, uh, and most importantly, my family. Uh, and uh, it, every day, every day is a new day. Um, and I truly believe that every day is a blank sheet and that you should take advantage of that. And, uh, you know, every day you should be thankful to just breathe air in the morning and, uh, be grateful to have the opportunity that's in front of you. So I never take any of that for granted. That's awesome, Mark. I, I'm, I'm with you there. So t- let's, uh, let's talk about your businesses a little bit. And, you know, I want to get into how you started your business. But, you know, first, tell the Remote Start Nation what you do. Tell us, tell us about your business and, or your multiple businesses and how long you've been an entrepreneur for. And, and let's start there. Sure. So uh, I am the founder and CEO of Diamond Trading Group. Diamond Trading Group is a trading and distribution firm specializing in brand name consumer products, uh, liquidations, and asset uh, liquidation opportunities. We work with 
uh, we work on a global scale. We work with customers, customers, vendors across the globe, uh, supplying different products to multiple channels of uh, distribution. So we supply online sellers, international distributors, retailers, Fortune 500 companies, uh, casinos, hospitality, not-for-profit, government distribution. Uh, and we, we've, we've spread very wide range. The reason why we're able to get um, this wide range is because we network like crazy. I network like crazy. Uh, I believe that uh, power of building a good business is to you know, have great centers of influence around you and, and build yourself a nice base of a network that, can, that you can monetize. Um, and, uh, I'm also the founder and CEO of Gotham Venture Partners, which is, uh, which is an investment and advisory firm that specializes in M&A advisory, uh, for online and digital businesses. We also advise for early stage companies within the, uh, distribution consumer products and e-commerce space. Uh, and we also, uh, invest in early stage companies, uh, pertaining to uh, essentially like the, the digital and distribution and trade space. Excellent. And uh, everything, everything, every, everything pretty much ties in together. We, we basically look at our investments to be potential arms to our current distribution business. And, uh, you know, we, we look to scale through, uh, to different distribute, different, uh, acquisition opportunities as well. So Mark with, you know, remote start nation being focused on, you know, starting business and building brand and surrounding yourself around community. You know, you talked about networking, and I think that's absolutely huge. What are what are some of the things you look for with with other businesses that you're going to invest in, or or bring in with the M and E's? Like, what are some of the things that you look at, and and do you look at the networking and see the community that they've built? So, in terms of in terms of what I look at in terms of network, I, I look for anybody realistically that can that I feel that I can add value to. Or they convey value to me. It has to be some sort of value add. Uh, but I'm always open to a conversation to see how how we could potentially help each other. And that's how I've grown my business. I mean, I've seen. You know, I started um, when I mean, I've been working almost my whole life. Uh, even when I was old school, I never went to college. Uh, my first job was working uh, for an insurance agency, uh, just a phone and a stack of papers. And uh, when I was 18 years old, calling businesses around New York City, tried to sell them health insurance, built up a tremendous business there for, uh, for an insurance company. Uh, then later on, got my licenses and uh, went on and started selling life and health insurance uh, across New York City and New Jersey. Uh, was one of the youngest agents uh, for New York Life uh, at the time doing the business that I was doing, which I was really blessed. Um, so I, I got a lot of experience from just sitting at a phone and, and just banging out the phone and just cold calling old school style. Uh, but you know, I, you know, I come from a, a very entrepreneurial background. I mean, my dad was an entrepreneur, uh, my brother's an entrepreneur and we all, we know the value of hard work. And, uh, when, you know, when I, I decided to leave the insurance industry, uh, right before I got married and kind of, uh, bounced around to different positions, uh, before I was able to, you know, get started in my business, uh, years later, which was tremendous learning experience for me. Um, and, uh, it taught me the value of really hard work and, uh, and persistence and, you know, because whenever, you know, for the, the opportunities that when, when I was basically trying to figure out my next step after leaving insurance at the age of 22, newly married, 
uh, I had to figure out what I was doing. And with everything I was doing, I had to make money. Um, so uh, whether it was doing web design or whether it was working for a startup for a couple of months um, or working in my brother's business uh, for a couple of years, I nothing was ever handed on a silver platter. I always had to work very hard for it. Um, and also put passion behind that as well. So what are some of the things that you took from your lessons working with your brother, working in the insurance agency that you took into your own business when you started that? It, it, it's drive, passion, it's motivation. It's, it's looking to create solutions for people. There's, there's, there's a world out there of opportunity, whether we're in an up market or a down market, there's always opportunity. Uh, but uh, you got to be willing to get your hands dirty in whatever you do. Um, and I've learned that uh, networking, especially coming from the insurance industry, networking was one of the biggest things ever. So building your network, building, uh, uh, you know, building an infrastructure around yourself, being able to be in the right mindset, um, but also being a people person and you know, not just a salesperson, but a people person and, and building relationships, I think, and being able to nurture relationships, I think is, is a, is a real key to what's been able to really grow me, uh, over the last couple of years. So how long have you owned your, like, when did you start your first business? How many years ago? So I started Diamond Trading Group, um, Diamond Trading Group started in the middle of the pandemic. Uh, actually, so I, I have a partner. So, so it, it's, let's, I'm going to revert back a little bit. So I wasn't working with, within my brother's business for a couple of years, uh, helped build that up. And then we decided to go our separate ways. And then I decided to partner in with a, a friend of mine who has a housewares business. Um, and that was in July of 2019. And this is really where things, um, kind of, uh, you know, changed tremendously, um, you know, I left my brother's business thinking, you know, after working for our brother's business for a couple of years, you know, helping him build that up from, uh, to about a hundred million dollar company. Uh, I was trying to figure out my footprints after that. Uh, so I joined my friend in, uh, in his housewares business and took the lead on sales. Uh, the company was doing, uh, give or take around 5 million when I got there uh, in 2019. And then, uh, uh Together, collaboratively, uh, we, we were able to build that business to now about a $30 million business. Uh, and we hope to uh, 3X that over the next couple of years, which is a blessing from God. Uh, but uh, that was in 2019. And then in the middle, then once the pandemic came in and hit, uh, it was a free-for-all. Uh, we had to basically shut the business down and uh, we didn't know where we were headed. So what we did was is that uh, we started trading buying and selling, which, which is what I knew from being in the industry in, in the past. And uh, I got back with a lot of my old contacts and we decided to reopen the business. And we did that. We, we, we started Diamond Trading Group in uh, October of 2020 uh, with a lot, with a good amount of contacts. But again, you know, you, reputation is everything. And, rep, and blessed, I had a lot of good relationships from, you know, from prior businesses to be able to open up new business opportunities and be able to build the business. And, uh, so we started in October of 2020. Um, and then, um, 
having an entrepreneurial mind, which is a struggle, which is amazing, but a struggle where you have so many ideas that are bubbling. Um, and uh, I also have a very, very big interest in business. And, uh, uh, you know, for the blessing of God, within the first year of, of, of Diamond Trading Group, you know, we built a $5 million business. Uh, um, nice. And, uh, and with that, now Diamond Trading Group is just, you know, we, we buy and sell product and we had to figure out, you know, where can there be more opportunity? So we started, so, so with the relationships that I had, I had a lot of people approaching me. We, we deal with a lot of online sellers and a lot of digital businesses that we sell products to Shopify, things like that. And they were looking for, you know, advisory and some guidance on how to sell their business and, uh, maybe investments for their business. And we started slowly working on a couple of deals and that, you know, we decided to incorporate a Gotham Venture Partners and, uh, Gotham Venture Partners essentially, um, looks for, you know, early stage companies that are innovative that could pertain to Diamond Trading Group and be a potential arm towards Diamond Trading Group. Uh, and then because I have a fascination with businesses and private equity and venture capital, things like that, I started taking on advisory roles to, uh, help with M&A processes and partnering with investment banks, uh, and as well as, you know, some of the startups that we come across, we, we sit on a few boards of, uh, advisory board for startups and everything comes in full circle, you know, an opportunity from a company that's on an advisory board, board for come right into diamond trading group, vice versa. So we try to connect all those together and build one big business. And, uh, it's, it's been fantastic. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, it's exciting. It's definitely a lot of work and, uh, it's a struggle because, you know, uh, in, I truly, I read a lot of books and, uh, I, I paid attention to really what some of the largest guys in business have done, uh, especially in the startup world, you know, the Reed Hawkman's of the world and, uh, the Ben Horowitz of the world and the Mark Andreessen's and, uh, and, and the, the, the Mark Zuckerberg's and the Elon Musk's, you know, these guys did it. Why can't I do it? Right. Yeah. And it gets, it gets your mind going. So, uh, it's definitely a struggle because so many ideas come to mind when you see so much data out there. And, uh, I think that some of those cool, cool ideas that I've come up with, I've applied them for my business and it's helped. And some of them have, you know, slapped me in the face, but, uh, <laughs> um, a part of being a business. Do you have a process for, you know, I think it, it goes for a lot of us entrepreneurs. Like there's always ideas. There's always things that we we feel like could be something that takes us to that next level. Do you have a process that you go through to kind of decide, like, yes, this is a good idea or no, this isn't? So typically a lot of things that I do is spoken over with my partner, Albert. My partner, Albert has been my best friend since we're kids. Uh, we're like Shaq and Colby, as I like to say. Um, and a lot of the ideas, when I have crazy ideas, I'll run them by Albert pretty much all the time. And he'll tell me, and, and Albert's pretty much more of a, um, he's more of a uh, more center type of guy than I am. Uh, I struggle with ADD. Uh, he's more of a center type of guy. And uh, he'll tell me whether he liked the idea or not. Now, if it's a good idea and we can both agree that it's the right idea, we'll figure out yeah. how to attack it and implement it into our business. Or I'll invite, or I'll seek counsel. Uh, I have a coach uh, that I seek counsel with. Uh, or I'll try to, you know, reach out to some of my mentors, uh, uh, and seek counsel with them. Uh, but you know, I gotta tell you one struggle as an entrepreneur and somebody with ADD and, uh, and with a lot of passion, a lot of, 
ideas run. I have a lot of notes. I write a lot of notes uh, and my mind constantly runs. So it's, it's tough to unplug because uh, I constantly feel like I always need to be working. So it's good to have a business partner and a friend that's able to keep you centered. So typically what I would do is if an idea is crazy, and I think it's crazy, I'll go to my partner and we'll speak about it and we'll clear the air out. And sometimes oh, it might be the right thing, sometimes it may not. He might be wrong, I may, it might be right and vice versa. But you always have to have a kind of like a sounding board, which is very important and I'm lucky to have that. I like how you said that. For the, for the entrepreneurs out there listening, if you don't have a business partner that can be your sounding board, like Mark said, like, get a coach or get a mentor or multiple mentors or find, you know, I always struggle with this because it's, I, I get a lot of ideas too. And so you want to tell the world about it, but at the same time, you have to make sure the people you tell really understand what your main goal is, what you're trying to accomplish, who your customer is. And, and if you're just talking to people that don't understand that or don't understand business, a lot of times you can get the wrong direction from them that might steer you in a, in, in a way that you don't, you might have a great idea and they might not understand it. So you might not implement it when it would have been great for the business. Do, do you agree with that, Mark? Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, you, you, you can't make all the decisions on your own. You also, it's very important to rely on your team. I mean, I have uh, my, my right hand in, in, in the company is Zuki and uh, Zuki Terzi, who's been running my sales and purchasing for diamond trading group for uh close to two years now. And, you know, I'll go to him with some ideas and he'll shut him down. And you know what? A lot of the times he actually may be right. Yeah. And you have to also learn how to delegate. And uh, as I start to build my team and start to learn more, it's very important to have a very good team under you. And I'm, I, I, I'm still building that team. I mean, we're still a small company, uh, but we're blessed to do the, we're blessed to have the customers we have. We're blessed to have uh, the growth that we've seen, but we never take it for granted. And, you know, I've seen a lot of entrepreneurs get carried away, especially over the last year where they raised a whole bunch of money and no. think they're on the top of the world. And let me tell you something. And, and, and I'm a, I'm a, I'm a religious Jew and, uh, I truly believe everything comes from God. And, uh, I believe that it can be pulled from you at any given moment. So you never take anything for granted. Um, and that's something that's really been, uh, been help, I've been able to keep me centered and, uh, but always seeking counsel on some of your crazy ideas. is super important. What are some of the other struggles that you, you've seen in, on your journey that you can help the remote start nation with? So what I would say is, is, um, the struggles have been are firstly the workaholic mentality. Um, I work a lot. I do. Um, it's it just in my blood. My dad's in the same way. My brother's the same way. Um, my, my sisters are the same way. We're all, we're all movers and shakers. Um, and we're my, because I have so much passion for what I do and because I've been able to build my business the way I have been, I, I'm, I'm always afraid that I'm going to screw it up. So I constantly work very, very hard and I'm constantly always thinking about it. And I'm constantly always like, you know, I, I gotta be, in, I, I'm a harder boss on myself than a boss would be on me. Yeah. I must, I, 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 I must be in my office at a certain time. and I won't be before a certain time. Um, I must put in some extra hours over the weekend if possible. Um, you know, I, I, I must read my books. I must be on top. I'm so, I'm this is somebody who couldn't do a book report in school. I, I was 
just not a reader at all, but I read like crazy. I educate, I educate, I educate. But with that, your mind just keeps getting filled and you can't disconnect. It's very, very hard. Um, and it's very hard to unplug. It's a, it's, it is a challenge. Um, you know, like I have friends, they all play poker. They watch football. I don't do any of it. So I've sacrificed a lot, especially now. And in, in, in still, you know, even though my business has grown and, uh, and we're seeing tremendous growth. Again, I don't take that for granted. I keep hustling. I keep working. Um, because I need to constantly, because especially now in the world we're in today, we don't know what's going to be next year, right? So we got to constantly stay strategic. We got to stay focused and we got to keep working harder. Um, and also it's, it's, and the the struggles are is those long hours, the rejection, the, 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 the the issues that go wrong, um, the stress, uh, you know, you know, conflict with an employee or conflict with your business partner or, or internal or, or conflict with a vendor or conflict with a customer. There's always a lot of these struggles, but you have to also kind of, I've also realized that I, because I, I, I'm a high strung guy, I've learned how to try to stay centered um, and being able to handle situations a lot better. I used to be, I, I used to handle situations where I would just get crazy about it and you know blow it out of proportion. But now what I was able to do was uh, I took on meditation heavily over the last two years, especially most of the next couple of weeks and taught me mindfulness and taught me also how to slow my brain down. And yeah. it's been, it's, it's always a work in progress. And, uh, you know, but there's the, it, the struggle, the, to answer your question, the bottom line is the struggle is not being able to disconnect. And maybe some entrepreneurs, a lot of entrepreneurs I know have that problem. Is, have you found anything that's made it? You said you, you started to medicate last couple of years. Have you found anything outside of that that's helped you to be able to kind of slow down and, and maybe not work so hard? Well, exercise for sure. Uh, you know, my kids, you know, I got, I got you know, my, my daughter, Carolyn, uh, who's going to be six, and my son, James, who's uh, three, and my wife, Sherry. And it's, it's, it's trying to, when I come home, it's trying to, Complete disconnect from everything and being with them. It's just controlling your mind at that point. Don't yeah. be near your phone. Don't be near your laptop. Um, so really disconnecting with them, trying to spend time with friends, trying to spend time with with family. Um, it's probably the best way to disconnect. But it's crazy because I grew up loving sports and I don't watch any sports anymore. Crazy. I didn't yeah, know Aaron those- Judge. Yeah. I, I didn't know Aaron Judge hit a sixty second home run until three days later. I run my <laughs> I run into my. My partner's office, I said, uh, I said, Aaron Judge just hit a 60-second home run. He goes, yeah, isn't that incredible? It happened three days ago. Where you been? <laughs> but you've got your priorities. I mean, you, you get in, you yeah. get it done. That's why you've been able to grow as much as you have. Yeah, so that's why it's also, because I've worked that hard, I don't think I can work any less. And it, it, it's tough. And I, I, I also have a goal in mind. And I, I set a very high bar for myself, um, which I think a lot of entrepreneurs should do. But also, it's not good to burn yourself out. And trust me, there's, there's times I do, I, it's hard for me to go on vacation. I mean, I, I went on a two week vacation in the summer, uh, by week two, I was, I was going out of my mind. Uh, and it's not a way to live. I definitely don't think it's a way to live, but, um, if you're looking to hit, if you, if you have a high bar that you want to reach and you have a certain goal you want to reach and it's really high up there, you got to keep working towards it because as Mark Cuban says, you know, it, it, there's somebody out there working 24 hours a day trying to beat you. And I don't want that person beating me. So I'll work the 25 if I have to. 
Now, do you feel like there's an opportunity to hire more people to to basically take on some of that so you can kind of step sure. back a little bit? Sure. So we 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 so we I am a hundred percent. It's not even about the workload. It's it's just from a strategic standpoint that I'm I'm always just thinking about strategy. It's always the mind of how to make things better. I always want to constantly be improving. So it's it's have I have a good team. Um, I, we, we are always looking to expand our team and we probably plan on expanding our team coming into uh, 2023. Um, and and it, it delegated, but um, it's also being able to calm my own mindset. And because let me tell you something, if I run my machine, my, you, you know, you, you're, you're basically like a hardware or software, as, as I should say. Basically, you know, you, you got to constantly update your software. So... Uh, I gotta. I I have to give up certain things, otherwise I'm just gonna crash and burn. So um, yeah. So I I do rely on my team on on a lot of big things, and I try. And really, most of my focus is really just building the business and making connections. So and all the other stuff, I I pretty much hand off and I oversee. Um, and and I'm blessed to have a really good team for it. That's awesome. When do you get time in to read? Uh, so I travel into Manhattan every single day. So it's funny. Uh, so I live in Brooklyn and, um, my part, I, I, I catch a train every single day at seven 30. Okay. My partner leaves, my partner leaves at seven 30 in a car, but I choose not to go in the car. I choose to go on the train so I can have that quiet time to read. And I, I catch up on a lot of the reading there. Um, on the weekends sometimes, but I tried to cut that out just to be able to spend more time with family. Uh, but I try to at least get a couple of pages of reading every single day in and out on the way back in, in and out of work. Yeah. I started that my morning routine, getting up a lot earlier than normal and, and starting to read and, and then work out and then get into my day. And it's been, it's only been a few weeks now, but what a, what a difference. Incredible difference. I, um, I'll tell you another thing that I took on. I mean, this is just whatever. Take a cold shower. You have no idea the type of energy it gives you. It's literally, it's literally better than a cup of coffee. I mean, I still have coffee, right? But uh, it, it, it definitely calms your nerves and it definitely gets that edge off in the morning, followed by a good thing, about, a good, good 10, five, 10 minutes of meditation. Your, your, your hardware is updated, my friend, and you can go distance with that. So that's also helped me a lot and it cleared up a lot of space in my mind. But the thing is, by the end of the day, you're like, your, your machine is blown out. It's, it's, uh, yeah, crazy. So you're big. So some of the things that get you through in your business to the level that you have and what's going to continue to get you through to another level is, you know, you just hit on meditation a little bit. Um, you know, you've talked a lot about reading and, and trying to soak in what I, everybody that, you know, done something ahead of you that's, that's big and like what they've done and how you can implement that. What else has really helped you to uh, to grow and and be the leader that you are? Um, I think the mission that I'm on is really what's helped me grow. Um, something that's been very important to me um, is I don't need to make a difference in the world, but I want to make a difference in the world. Um, I you know I, I you know I I love giving to charity, which is something that really warms my heart and I want to be able, you know, something that's crazy goal. I mean, guys like Warren Buffett and, uh, you know, Bill Gates or, you know, the, the founder of Patagonia, 
they, they're giving away most of their wealth to charity. Um, and uh, I think that's a beautiful thing where you work very, very hard. You enjoyed your life. You built a beautiful business, taking care of your family. And to be able to leave this earth to change and, and, and using that hard work to change the world, I think is an incredible thing. And I think that's what drives me. I think that's what drives me. Um, and also to eventually have some sort of level of freedom and also be able, being really the most important thing, being able to be a good model to my, to my kids. I mean, I want my kids to, to um, be able to build something on their own. I, you know, I think it's, I think we're in a tough, I think we're in a tough world. I think uh, children today are, um, uh, not children, but you know, the new generation, it's, it's been harder to get people to work. Yeah. Uh, that hustle mentality is down big time. I, I see it. It's, it's, it's very, it's very hard to see. Um, and I don't want my kid to be spoon fed. I, I truly believe that they should see their, I saw my father work his ass off and, um, I, uh, I want to see my kids. I want to set that same example for my kids. And that's also another driver for me. So let me ask you on the kids standpoint. So you had said that you didn't go to college. Is that something where you put, will you push your kids towards the direction of college or will you put them right into your business or like, what's your thought there? So here's the thing about, now I'm not somebody who went to college, but I will like, and, and I was never somebody who was ever going to college. I was literally, I'm, I squeaked out of high school. I, only, I, I never actually really got my diploma essentially. Um, but you know, the challenges with college and with the school system just as a whole today, I don't feel that going to college, I mean, it's always good to go and learn something, right? But to go to college, to take on college debt, to go and do something totally different, I find to be, I don't think there's a reason to go to college for. It really depends on what they want to go to college for. Uh, now, if they want to get a master's in business or they want to be a doctor or they want to be a, a lawyer or, and I don't know how important being a lawyer is going to be in the next 20, 30 years, I, you know, with everything going so digital, especially being a doctor with everything going so digital. But um, I want my kids to be able to do whatever makes them happy at the end of the day. But I, But also I want them to, I want them to also have the right, direction. I'm trying to set, set them in the right direction, but I also want them to know that they always have to work hard. Yeah. So we're not going to, we're, we're, you know, if you get spoon fed, you get spoiled. And if you get spoon fed and, and, and everything's handed out to you, you're, 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 you're not going to be happy later on. I, I know plenty of people who come from families that, you know, they basically have everything, but they're just simply not happy because they have nothing to work towards. And I want my kids to be able to work towards something that makes them happy. But if they can, it really all depends. I mean, it, it's still early to tell, but, and I've thought about that many times. But I do, but the truth is, is I definitely do have a college fund for them. That's for sure. Yeah. Um, which is definitely important. Um, but uh, I would, I, ideally would like to see my kids become their own entrepreneurs. Uh, I, I, you know, I, I would like them to be, as independent as everybody else in my family, everybody in my family has their own businesses and independent or they, 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 they serve causes and they, they, they get involved. And I want my kids to kind of be the same way. I'm with you there. I, it's my daughter's 12. She's almost 13. And I've tried multiple times on 
you know, sh showing her and she grew up going to work with me, right? Like in the working in the business, I remember at the, when we had the screen printing operation, she would be at the end of the dryer and I'd make her count shirts that came out just to, to do something right. Like I think when she was like four, right? Like just to get her in that, in that group. Right. But it's cool. She was working on something the other day and she, she's very artistic and she drew a journal and, you know, had, had her notes inside of how she was organized. And it's like the same list every day. And I, I, I just, I do. Part of me was holding back. And the other part of me was like, I'm, I'm trying again, you know? And so I, I just put it in there. I'm like, Lily, what do you think if we kind of put that together and he sold that, you know, online to, to other kids that are in school that, you know, believe in the message you just wrote on the front of that cover of your book, like believe in the, like that following that same system. It's like, what do you think? She's like, dad, I think that'd be an awesome idea. I love that. So it's like, all right, cool. There we go. Like that's a start little steps. Beautiful. You know, it's funny because my dad, uh, had a, had a, had a manufacturing plant, um, making the cosmetic products and there would be, I would come to work with him when I, when I was old school and I'd be at the assembly line, putting caps on everything on, on top of the gel bottles. And, uh, and my dad wasn't easy on me, even at six years yeah. old, seven years old. Uh, I, I, I'll even tell you another thing. I mean, something that also told me the meaning of hard work and, and, and that, uh, you know, nothing going to be given to you. When I got, I, I, when I went to, I went to two high schools, my first high school, I got thrown out in January. And I was left out of school and my dad, um, he owned, he owned a, a property that, uh, was basically a, he owned a junkyard that he was planning to sell, but the junkyard needed to be cleaned in order to sell it. I basically spent two months when I was out of school in the freezing cold, cleaning up that junkyard. And my father showed me the meaning of hard work. And yeah. he said, and, and. It was, uh, it was a big learning experience for me. I've had a lot of great learning experiences for me. So I'm grateful to my dad for that. I, I believe the uh, similar situation. My parents had me uh, working for a, a semi truck company where I was changing semi tires and cleaning, you know, power washing dead animals from the bottom of semi, you know, trailers and tractors at the oh, yeah. ages 16. Like that, if that doesn't tell you, like you need to do something with yourself. So you're not, you know, that's not what you're going to do the rest of your life. You need to, whether it's college, for me, it was college, but whether that's for starting your own thing young or, or getting into it right away and finding something you're passionate about and going after it, like it, it, all of that is okay. It's when you don't know what you're doing and you're lost and you just sit around and don't do anything. And, and like you said, that hustle culture is gone. Like if you can go forward and, and have some type of it's okay not to know completely i've changed my mind a million times on what i wanted to do i still changed my mind you know and it's, so it's like if you don't have that direction at all though and and nothing you just sit around that's when i that's when i have a problem so back to like the kids situation i'll back my kids and whatever they decide as long as they have a goal in mind that, that either makes a big difference in the world or is something that they're very passionate about i couldn't agree with that more I couldn't agree with that more, you know, and, 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 you know, going back, you know, I, I lost my mom at a young age. Uh, she was only, you know, acting right before a year before I got married, two years before I got married, I lost my mom to cancer. She was only 52. 
And uh, she was a huge motivator in my life. Also, she was she always believed in me. My dad was always very tough, uh, but and his toughness really paid off in my life. But and my mom was always a softy, but she was always the motivator too. Um, so I kind of had two sides of the thing. So you know, when 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 I lost her, um, it was a major driver for me also because you know it also made me realize that you know I may not be where I'm at right now. Um, I may not be where I'm at right now, but I have to build myself to get there. And, you know, I, my mother always gave me that confidence to push myself very hard. And that I always had it in me, even though I wasn't a good student. My mom always said, you're very smart. You're going to do great things. Just keep going. Just keep going. Just keep going. And that message still sits with me. And, you know, it's, 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 uh, it's something that I will always carry with me. And, uh, just like you said, I mean, it's important, like for, for for your kids. I mean, as long as they have a mission and a, something that they're passionate about and a good end goal, you got to you should support that and yeah. guide them in the best way possible. Yeah, I'm, I'm exactly. I'm with you. Well, Mark, our our time's coming to an end here. It's been awesome. I'm really really glad we got to ch- uh, a chance to talk. Before we do uh, end this episode, I'd I'd love for you to share with the Remote Start Nation where they can find you. Um, anything else that you want to tell them about your business or, or anything else that you feel you want to get across before we, uh, have to go today. Or so, um, so just, uh, you can find me on LinkedIn, uh, Mark Sabag, uh, and you can also find my uh, trading company on LinkedIn at diamond trading group. Um, if you ever, if you're an online seller or retailer, uh, if you're looking for specific products, especially with a globally known brands, or if you're a, or you have a brand that's looking for distribution, always feel free to reach out. Um, if you're an online business uh, um, or an early stage startup company looking for some advisory, uh, please feel free to reach out to us. Um, and uh, always looking to network with the right people, and also always looking for mentors. And I'm always looking to connect with 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 people who have long term experience and knowledge. Um, so, and LinkedIn is where I'm at. Uh, big believer in that. I'm a big Reed Hoffman guy. He's the one who built this platform and, uh, uh, I'm always there and that's where you can find me and, uh, I would love to have an opportunity to connect with more people. Excellent. Thank you, Mark. I appreciate it. I appreciate your time today. Thank you very much, Jim. I really appreciate you having me on today and, uh, keep doing the great things you're doing. Thank you. I appreciate that. Well, that said, Remote Start Nation, I hope you learned as much as I did today and can put some of that together and and put it to work for you. From the bottom of my heart, thank you all for joining me on this journey as I help you to start a business, build a brand, and create your desired lifestyle. Take care. Go start something. Start today and go build the lifestyle you desire by taking action. Until next time. Well, we've come to the end of another episode. I want to thank you for allowing me to share my passion of bringing people together through business and branding in hopes to connect you with your community. I'd also like to thank our sponsor, Woodward Movement, the leader in brand identity, branded merchandise, and brand delivery. Check out our remotestartpodcast.com for more episodes and our social channels to join the conversation, access show notes, and discover our fantastic free resources to help you build a strong community for your business. I'm Jim Doyon. Thank you for connecting.